the Blaze Radio Network. On demand. Glenn Beck. The Blaze Radio Network. Bill O'Reilly from BillOReilly.com. Bill, Time Magazine. Enough. Enough. Did you did you read it? Did you read the case? I saw it, yes, Beck. I am a man who is on a mission mm-hmm. of information. Okay. So I did see it, yes. Thank you. All right. All right. Did you read it, though? Because the entire generation has spoken. Yeah, of course. But there are a couple of good things here that have come out of this. Number one, the, there has not been a popular uprising, a hysteria, to ban weapons in the United States. That's what Time Magazine and CNN and the New York Times want. Didn't happen. All right. In fact, Trump wanted a federal law uh, to ban the sale of weapons, uh, high-grade weapons, to anyone under 18, um, to anyone under 21. 21 would be the the, uh, cutoff age. Yeah. And he couldn't get it done. And then he himself said, there's just no will to do it by anybody here in Washington because the people don't seem to want it. Now, they did it in Florida, but they on the federal level, they couldn't get it done because there wasn't a popular outcry. So that's the good news. But why are you surprised that Time magazine, which is going bankrupt, and has been a left-wing concern for decades, I'm not are doing this. You're not surprised, right? Yeah, no, I'm not surprised. I'm not surprised. I am surprised that Citigroup is doing what they're doing. When Citigroup says, uh, l- l- let me give you this, Thursday, yesterday, they prohibited the sale of firearms to customers who have not passed a background check or who are younger than 21. It also bars the sale of bump stocks and high-capacity magazines. What does that even mean? It will apply to clients who offer credit cards backed by Citigroup or borrow money or using banking services or raise capital through Citigroup. Uh, wow. But it's all BS because Citigroup can't possibly monitor that stuff. They, they can't monitor it. So if you bring uh, a credit card, a Citigroup uh, MasterCard, into a store and you buy a weapon... They're not going to be able to track it. Well, they're not going to be able to do it. But hang on just All a right? second. What they're what they're saying though is, if you are a if if you're wanting to do business, you're a gun store, and yes. you you need a bank. If your bank is Citigroup, you're out. You can't get funding. You can't get loans. You can't. They're not going to take your transactions unless you say, "I won't sell high capacity magazines," and I I won't sell. Uh, I won't sell bump stocks, and I, 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 I won't sell to anyone under 21. That's okay. a pretty big deal. They, again, they can't monitor that. It's impossible to monitor it. So it's a symbolic statement. But if I were a retail store, I would say, all right, I'm not going to do business with you either, Citibank, because there's a million other places you can do right. business. All right, so what Americans who listen to the Glenn Beck program and go to BillOReilly.com have to decide is what kind of country that you want. And I think in this, this situation, Americans have decided that they want to be able to defend themselves. 
Right. And they aren't going to buy into the far-left vision that the government will control how you defend yourself. And all the polls show that, and no matter what the media does, jumping up and down, it's not going to change anytime soon. That's good news. That's actually well, I, good. But, uh, but I, I will tell you this, Bill. I'm, I'm, you know, I can't take the duplicity here that a baker must bake a cake for a uh, for a gay wedding must uh you can't just go to another bakery but citigroup one of the largest banking institutions in the world and one the united states government bailed out is now saying we're not going to fund people who are selling constitutionally legal uh firearms we're you're, not going to give objecting to their hypocrisy i am i am corporate obje- hypocrisy and the fact that these people have gotten government money, they have gotten government bailouts. There's only, the, I mean, the banks now, what do we have, 10 big banks, six big banks? If they decide to do this in uh, in other banks decide to follow suit, you will see gun stores not be able to get any loans, no revolving loans, no lines of credit, won't be able to take any credit cards. You'll be able to shut down the Second Amendment in other ways. Well... I think that's an excellent point. That's probably the back doorway they're going, but um, somebody should sue Citibank and, and say this is unconstitutional and you can't do this. Um, and let's see how the courts rule. If the courts are going to rule against the baker, then the gun owner, all right, or the person who wants to own a gun, is or in the, the person same selling position the as the gay yes. wedding person, right? Exactly right. So exactly right. You assume the NRA, um, who actually wouldn't talk to me back. I was very offended. Um, they wouldn't provide a spokesperson for the uh, BillOReilly.com broadcast that uncovered who's really behind the big march tomorrow. Aha! Anyway. <laughs> ah! What do you mean they wouldn't provide? I'm sure will after this program airs be launched because let's see let's see what the federal courts do when presented with this, this situation that's almost the same yes i would uh i i would uh, i would hope that people uh exercise uh their right to bank with someone else or to if you're a gun store and this affects you i hope that you file a uh, legal suit all right. The uh, another shutdown is looming. It goes to the Senate now. This. What do you think of the spending bill? Uh, Beck, you know, uh, do I? Uh, what do I think of it? The government spends far too much money. They don't really care that the debt is twenty-one trillion dollars. If Trump is going to survive as a president, he's got to keep the machine rolling. He gets the military money he wants and a little wall money, so it'll get it'll get done. It's all about politics, and so the train he rolls says, down the tracks. He says he will veto this bill because it he doesn't. May. He's saying, yeah, he may, yeah. uh, because it doesn't include the Dream Act. Uh, I mean, protesting Daca, in. Yeah. He's not gonna, number one, he's not going to veto the, the spending yeah. bills. All right. Yeah. So he can say whatever he wants to say, but he's not going to do that. Uh, he's just trying to play a political game to put the Democrats in a bad place. So let me ask you this. <clears throat> Yesterday, <clears throat> he hired uh, John Bolton. 
Yeah. And the and the press was saying, John Bolton, another Fox News contributor. No, he was the ambassador to the United <laughs> Nations. It's not, you know, he's not hiring a Fox News contributor. He's hiring a guy who was the ambassador of the United Nations. What do you, you know, think? When, of- I, when I first heard the story, I didn't get the name. I thought Brian Kilmeade was, was hired. <laughs> right, <laughs> right. National That's the way they're treating five. it. And you know what? I, I would have a Kilmeade is going to be a judge in North Korea. <laughs> oh my God! I know, I know. It was. It really was. They're treating this like it was Steve Ducey appointed to the cabinet. No, that's yeah. Well, not... that's next, right? So, okay. what what do you think of what do you think of John Bolton? Well, I'm growing a mustache right now. Uh, by right. the way, in simpatico with uh, the ambassador, um, I think Bolton is a hard liner. Um, is he Dr. Strangelove? I hope not. Uh, you don't no, know was, him very well. I didn't use him a lot on the factor because it was kind of a one note with the ambassador. Um, it, there wasn't a lot of subtext to his uh, opinion, so I don't put on people who are kind of predictable, so I didn't use him a lot. But I can't really tell you. His, he's very smart, and... But I can tell you this, the guy who's running national security is not John Bolton, it is the Secretary of Defense Mattis. He's running the show, and that yes. will continue. So there's, you know, a lot of things that uh, that I understand that Bill is, you know, you know, looks and says, I, uh, you know, I, I don't I don't know how modern electronics and television and remote control work. Um, and then there are things that he understands that I have no concept on. He is a Trump whisperer. He's my Trump whisperer. So let me ask you this, Bill. Uh, yes. Put yourself put yourself into the office. The press had this. I mean, they had like, I swear to you, they have an aneurysm uh, every time that Donald Trump shifts in his chair. You know, he called uh, <laughs> Putin, he called Putin to congratulate. OK, right. now here's the here's the thing. In that story, it said that people in the administration told him, you can't do that. If if I understand Trump, if I didn't want him to call Putin, I would say, you know, the first thing you have to do, Mr. President, you must call Vladimir Putin. Because then he'd be like, "Uh, no, I'm not doing that. But you tell him not to do something, you can guarantee he's going to do it. Am I wrong? Very good, Beck. Yes, there thank is, you. is a lot like you. It's the same kind of thing. <laughs> it really is. It now, really is. The way you handle Beck is, if you don't want Beck, uh, you don't want to, if you way you handle Trump is, yes. if you don't want Trump to call Vlad, all right, because Vlad's a villain. As I told Trump in my interview, my last interview with him on Super Bowl 2017, you don't want that to happen. You say, Mr. President, um, it looks like uh, Putin won the election, which, of course, was a total fraud. But something you may not know, the CIA picked up that in a private phone call, um, Putin called you a moron. <laughs> I don't know if we want to start lying to the president. I, no, no. You I mean, it would work, phone, but... You, you say in a phone call, okay? <laughs> now, yeah. the odds are that Putin has called Trump a moron a thousand times, okay? So you're probably <laughs> right. not lying. Right. The odds are with you. But <laughs> right, okay. all you have to do is say that, and then Trump will never, ever 
you know, Let do me ask anything you this. friendly to Putin. Let me ask so you this. That's how you handle him. You got to put a you got to put a negative on it. Um, but you know, Trump is he's he's the kind of a guy who he listens to what you say at the moment. But if it doesn't, if it isn't a personal thing, he doesn't incorporate it. So there's got to be a personal attachment to Donald Trump about the point you're making in order for him to really get the point or even uh, consider the point. You see what so I'm you're saying? So you're kind here? of, I mean. Yeah, I mean you're 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 joking, I know, but you're kind of half serious about you, no, you are serious, serious about, about that, the point. That last thing, right? You're you serious to, about you the point of personalize everything. You have to personalize it all. So let me let me go here, uh, and and we may have to take a break because this may be a longer discussion. But I'm sure you saw the Twitter fight between between Joe Biden and Donald Trump. Which I think is hysterical. Yeah. Uh, you know, Joe Biden is like, I would have taken him back behind the school and I would have beat the snot out of him. And right. then Trump's like, well, I could beat you up. My dad's bigger than your dad. And they start yeah. going at it. I would like the Bill O'Reilly opinion in a fight. Which one wins? Andrew Jackson. <laughs> No, seriously. Come on. Which one? I think Jackson would shoot them both, and it wouldn't be a fight. Not since old Hickory was in the White House have we had this level of discourse. I know. Well, yes, we have. But uh, I've... I've, I I think Biden might win that because he would grab Trump's hair. I have to tell you, I think Trump would pound Biden. I think Biden would run around the ring like a little girl. (laughs) <laughs> I, I think no come on and trump middle got, class joe you're talking about lunchbox joe i am i think i think trump actually he's got some he's got some heft to him yeah, i think he's he a would big, big man he's a big man i think he'd pound biden into and he wouldn't be afraid he's already been in the ring he's you know he's he's wrestlemania he'd do it <laughs> he'd do it it's the hair though beck you gotta watch that hair uh, all right that gives biden uh, a little bit of an advantage Right. Uh, All right. If it's gloves, you're probably right. So something that uh, that Bill O'Reilly, who joins us now, predicted uh, right after the uh, first of the year, he said that the media would go crazy and make it all about affairs and women and the Me Too movement. And uh, I don't even know if Stormy Daniels was known at that point. But, Bill, you are spot on. That's that's all they're concentrating on now. Yeah, and there'll be more to come. Um, it's interesting that it's not getting as much traction in the TV ratings um, as I thought it might, uh, because Americans now, I think, even the ones who don't like Donald Trump, know this is a corrupt deal. So well, let me define the corrupt deal. The hate Trump press, we remove him at all costs. We want a coup, a, a media coup, to take out a president of the United States. They know now that Mueller is not likely to indict Trump or any high-ranking Trump officials on anything. Mm-hmm. All right, They so know they've, that. They've just abandoned that now. Pretty much because the inspector general of the Justice Department's report is due soon, and that will say that the FBI just 
booted both the Hillary Clinton and the Russian collusion investigations. That's what that report's going to say. If it didn't say that, McCabe never would have been fired because the report is done. All right. All right. So then the media, led by CNN, turns to the women. So the women come forward and they say whatever they want to say. But most of the women want money. They're doing it for money. Obviously, um, the porn actress wants to go and, and be paid for doing whatever she does on stage. And she can jack up her fees because she's now famous. Mm-hmm. So they want money. And people know that. They know, you know it. You know what's, what's crazy, Bill, is we cannot live, our society cannot function at any level if you can agree to a settlement to avoid court. And this works for the people. This doesn't work for necessarily just the corporations. It works for the people, too. If, you, if you're going after, you know, I, I'm going to go after Procter & Gamble, who, uh, you know, treated me this way. Procter & Gamble has all the money in the world to fight it. So it's many times much better to make them pay uh, and, and, and settle out of court. Otherwise, you're going to be broke with a chance of just not winning anything, and your life is going to be turned upside down. So settlements are reasonable and good for several reasons. But these people are, are signing these settlements or signing these uh, statements for the payday and for the payoff, some of them are real, some of them are not. But if they sign that and then they don't abide by the spirit of it, nobody's going to offer settlements, are they? No, and it's worse than that. It's a fraud upon the court. Yes. So these lawyers, and it's lawyer-driven, they say, oh, you really didn't know what you were signing, did you? Oh, no, I didn't really know. So, therefore, we're not going to abide by it. Now, what the courts have to do, the federal courts is, they have to slap these people down. Look, if you settle a case, and I know this, I'm a poster boy for this, that doesn't mean you're saying you did anything wrong. It just means that the accommodation being made is economically, socially, whatever it may be, better the dragging something out for three years and getting trashed in the media. All right? So you, it's, you're not pleading guilty to anything. Right. Yet that is what these people are doing. They're saying, well, all settlements mean you did it. And we don't have to honor it anyway. We'll take the money and then we'll turn around and violate everything that we signed. The courts have got to start to really crack down on this hard with punitive action, or we will have chaos, which we already have, in the civil judicial system. And therefore, worthy cases are going to be backed up for eight, ten years. If you don't have any settlements and you've got to try everything, you'll never get your day in court. So this is a very serious thing. And, of course, the media and the greedy lawyers couldn't care less about the country or destroying the fabric of what we have in a justice system that doesn't really work now. 
So there's so it's there's, heading to anarchy. So there's there's the 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 Stormy Daniels, which you know I don't know. I I at this point I don't care. She doesn't have any credibility. Uh, he doesn't necessarily have any credibility. I and and I don't I don't I'm, I'm beyond it. Um, the the thing that the one person that does have seemingly some credibility because she never took a uh, a payday was this uh, this apprentice. Uh, person who took Donald Trump to court. The court decided this week that yes, he is. Go- she can take him to court, even though she's he's the president. Right. Who, who's her lawyer? Uh, I, I I don't know. Gloria Allred. Okay. Do well, I have to say a... any more? You don't. Nope. Uh, nope. You, nope. you just you solved that one. All right. Thank all you the, very much. All this you. stuff. Thank you, everyone. <laughs> Good night, everybody. Good night. Uh, Bill, I think this all this stuff ties in really well with a column you wrote this week about how the media is targeting and going after people for their political views. Uh, we've Everybody uh, who is in this conversation has been a victim of this at some level. Uh, you think this is getting worse? Well, I've tagged it the destroy industry. All right, there is now an industry in the United States to destroy human beings. And it's owned by the far left, funded by George Soros and people like that. Very, very behind the scenes, very dark. Nobody reports on it, but it is an industry. So it's get Bill O'Reilly, get Sean Hannity, get Glenn Beck, get Roger Ailes, get Donald Trump. And there's a big list. These people actually have conference calls twice a week, Mm -hmm. two times a week. And how are we doing getting this person? Do we have a sponsor boycott up and running on that show? It's Rush Limbaugh is on that list. Um, It is unbelievable what is happening. And who's going to stop it? Who's going to stop it? Well, I, I will tell you this. It is disturbing because they are now in the offices of Facebook and YouTube and Google. They, and they are the every mechanism yeah. of communication that we have. Yes. Well, I wrote this column, and I really appreciate you pointing out, Stu. It's on BillOReilly.com. Okay? It, it, it's, I'm, I'd love to even read it, but I'm not going to, of course, do that. But I back up what I say with names, all right? And, and how it's going down. And people, you know, I'm not a conspiratorialist, Beck. That's your, that's your playing field. That's not me. <laughs> I believe right, the I'm things that I pointed out were all right. <laughs> all right? And I'm yeah. reporting. And that's why it's so important for people to check out BillOReilly.com. And by the way, we have a whole bunch of clips posted this weekend free so that people see the investigative reporting we're doing on this website, in addition to our analysis. But I'll tell you what, this is so dark and so evil, and and there's so much money behind it, that if you speak your mind in this country and you're a conservative or a traditional person, you're a target. Are you concerned at all? Anything, or or they can contrive anything, because even all accusations are convictions now in the New York Times, okay? It is horrible, and you, you said at the beginning of our show, we're descending into a fascist state here. Yeah. Are you, are you concerned at all, Bill, uh, uh, about your voice on the Internet that 
you know, Dennis Prager is now being banned and, and you know, hit the Prager University. Those, those yes, are fact. Those, those are fact based, not hate driven. They're really well done. Uh, and and there are being banned on YouTube and and demonetized. Well, if you can't get your stuff on YouTube, if you if you're demonetized, there's no voice out there. There's none. It is, it is absolutely terrifying. All right. What is happening in the communications industry as the network news, cable news, all of those concerns in five years aren't going to have any influence because viewers are fleeing and they're going into the internet. So the YouTubes and, and all of this other business, I'm a Luddite, but I have my people on it. They're going to control the flow of information. <laughs> All the Twitters and the YouTubes uh, and the Facebooks that are out there. Um, Bill, you are on it, and uh, and I really appreciate it and appreciate your stance and, and, and that you uh, come on every week and, and, you know, hawk some T-shirt or something that you're selling. No, no, no T-shirts. Just the general arch of BillOReilly.com, <laughs> where T-shirts are available. Right, okay, and there you go. There you go. Thing, yes. Kill, killing England after six months in the marketplace, still selling 2,000 copies a week, Beck. And I'm telling you, it's, it's a great book. People will love it if they're going on vacation. And I appreciate you having me on, you know? I mean, uh, you're, you're the guy that... Uh, no, no, no. Don't, 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 don't suck up to me. You've already sucked up right. to Sue today. Don't suck up to me. Don't do All it. Right. All right. Bill O'Reilly. Thanks a lot. a mistake. Glenn Beck. The Blaze Radio Network.